this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with Frank Santo Padre, and we're at Showbiz Studios. Showbriz. Showbriz Studios. Look to your left. See? Showbriz <laughs> Studios. Owned and operated by Alex Brazil. Not Keith Brazil. Not Keith. <laughs> no. And and our guest this uh, this episode. Oh, this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsession. And who's our guest? See, uh, okay. <laughs> he just Frank just showed me. <laughs> Because I still don't know what the fuck you do. I didn't want him to forget your name. Yes, yes, it's uh, Scott Radowski. Hey, he's here. Yes, Scott Scott Radowski Radowski, is here. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, now, Pat Slayjack. The the Semitic Slayjack, they call me. Now, fuck you and your career. You said you like my, you're a fan of this podcast. Can you believe that? Am I the first? (laughs) What's the matter with you? I, I I was saying I listened to I listened to four podcasts. Oh, now um, it's four. A minute ago it was three. Oh well, well I wanted to squeeze another. So there's I listened to uh, the best show with Tom Sharpling, who was a guest on the we show. We love Tom. I'm to so death. glad I yeah. helped. Tom Alex is a genius. I helped connect you guys. Dana Gould Hour, another former guest we of love yours. Dana. Yes, and I listened to Gilbert's podcast, of course. You guys, and then um, Stormfronts, the Daily Stormer. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Just I always want to be position. up on, yeah, you know, which Jew is right. controlling Hollywood this week. You know, they, they keep you up to date. Keep in touch with I, your neo-Nazi. Yeah, uh, yeah my I've neo-Nazi got, roots. I got on a list. <laughs> they found this Nazi list of Jews who have way too much power. And 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 I was there, and I was so thrilled. What a I wanted, thrill! I wanted to send a thank you card yeah, a to basket. the American Nazi Party. <laughs> Because I was there with Steven Spielberg wow. and all these people. Wow. That's what, and Barbara Bach. I, <laughs> Barbara Bach. Yeah, See, these exactly. are things I learned listening to your podcast. Yeah. Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Call, Olivia. call the secret Jews. Big Jew. Well, that's Olivia one of the draws for your podcast. As a fellow member of the tribe, um, I share your obsession with other Jews. I think every Jew loves to hear about other Jews, whether it's show business. I'm a big sports fan, so I love hearing about Jews and sports. And- in fact, I remember my grandmother saying to me, because she also, like my parents, would like be going, oh, uh, what's that person's name? Oh, that sounds like uh, they're a Jew. And my grandmother was watching, she, she watched some movie with Barry Fitzgerald. And <laughs> the most was, Irish actor in history. Yes. The most Gentile yeah. actor in history. And then, you know, I, his, his way was, you know, when he talked, he sounded like a, a bad nightclub comedian doing an Irish character. Because <laughs> he is like, you ever see Going My Way with Bing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm familiar you know with Barry Fitzgerald. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, and my grandmother thought he was so wonderful in that picture. And she says to me, "Is he Jewish?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought, "Yeah, not exactly." <laughs> so one of your favorite parts of this show is yes. when Gilbert uh, identifies Jews exactly, yeah. and then harps on them with his guests. I mean, there's been so there's so many elements, and I really I've noticed because I've been listening since day one. You're so kind with Dick Cavett, that yes. first episode, and so many not great, a Jew, not a, not Jew. a Jew, not a Jew, and also it's so disappointing when you hear people aren't Jewish. Yes, Norman Jewison. Yes. Not a Jew. That's, That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Kills me. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Our first Jew, I think, was Larry. Is Larry Storch Jewish? 
Uh, Larry Storch is definitely a Jew. Okay, so it took us, I think, three shows to get to a Jew. Because yes. Gianni Russo, the number, the show not two, a Jew. not oh, a Jew. wait, 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 our first failed one. Oh, Erwin yes. Corwin. Erwin Curry. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Didn't, we, didn't, we didn't post that. Yeah, count. we never posted him. So he we were in the, graded on a two-Jew curve. And, and, and I, like, <laughs> I always like to name... Hot Jew pieces of ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barbara Bach and, and Olivia Newton-John, Yasmin Bleeth, I think, has what? some... Yasmin Bleeth from Baywatch. Although these days, we, I think she's oh, I gotten to the meth. See her now. I think she's dipped into the, the methamphetamines. No, I wouldn't want to <laughs> see her right now. Don't post this part there. But... <laughs> too late. Just kidding. But, um, oh, and obvious, open with the Judaism, but still a hot piece of ass... Uh, uh, Natalie Portman. Mm. Yeah. No, know, what about Tova Felcher? Tova Felcher. <laughs> she's Tony she's, Fields. She's on. She's on my jerk off. <laughs> the thing underneath the bed. I've got Tova Felcher photos. While we're talking about Jews yeah. and good-looking ones, yeah. Rachel Brosnahan, Mrs. Maisel, beautiful, lady. not Jewish. Yes. But how do you feel about a non-Jewish woman? Playing a Jewish woman, well, so he's in the overtly. series. Can he comment? Can you comment, oh, can you comment on this? Yes, Maisel? I appeared in. You're in the yeah, pilot. But, but how do you feel about this? Is this like Jew face she's putting on? Because it's, to me, it's like Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at oh, Tiffany's. Oh, it's like, <laughs> like yellow face. Yeah, oh, you're offended I mean, by that. I, I am offended by it. Give it to a Jewish actress. I mean, I like that, that's a role that that should be played by a Jewish woman. Yes, <laughs> that she's taking work yeah, away exactly. from Jews. Speaking of that's, Jews. As a child, uh-huh. you liked Alan Sherman records, oh which we gosh. just had David Yazbek yes. on the show. We talked about it's on this week's show, which yeah. you haven't heard yet, I'm sure, but we talked at length about Alan Sherman. Scarlett Johansson's uh, hot Jew. She should be Mrs. Mason. He'll yeah. make the whole show about this. Exactly. About hot Jewish women that he wants to. Uh... Lauren Bacall in her day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Bacall's Jewish? Jewish yeah. yeah. Pinsky. No kidding. Isn't that I learned something. Isn't that so you, you grew up listening to comedy. You yeah. come from a family of lawyers, no comedians. Right, but... exactly. But you know, I, oh, and I meant to bring this too. I, I feel like I failed you. We'll have to do another episode. Well, we'll just have to. We come on back. We know where you, you live. Because um, my... we've just scraped the surface. Yeah, but oh, my... <laughs> right. <laughs> we've already... <laughs> Time's up. Yeah. But uh, my the only connection that my family has to show business yeah. is my was my great aunt Sally. So my grandmother's sister, Sally Albertson. Does the name Albertson ring a bell for Jack me? Albertson? Yes, that's right. Wow. She was married to Jack Albertson. A Jew. Oh. A Jew. Yeah. <laughs> She was your Jack great Alex's aunt was married he, to he, the man of Chico and Chico, Chico and the man. Listen to me, Chico and the man. Chico, Chico and the man. Oh my grandpa God. Joe and, and Charlie and and let's not forget uh, Willy Wonka Willy and Wonka the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yeah. We used to, and he's in the Poseidon Adventure. He was a he was and he a lengthy career. He worked for about three times with Martin Sheen. We have to get Martin Sheen on to talk about Jack. He worked in. Uh, the subject was roses. Very good. He did an episode of Bracken's World. There you go. Look and, that one up. And that <laughs> one, and the episode I remember the name of, it was called My Father Never Spanked Me. And <laughs> he did a religious, an appearance on a religious show called Insights, where Jack Albertson amazingly played a Jew. The power yeah. of your recall could, be great? could like can he fuel Times Square. Can you it's give him some freelance research yeah, work I, on I HQ Trivia? Where, how is this, that huh? brain of yours, if, the if, folds of your brain? If you, you don't need any fucking researchers? need to know it, I know it. 
but the, you didn't know that Jack Alberts was married to Sally Regenstreet. Didn't know that. That was the first thing had I you learned. ever met the man. I uh, know. Well, so, I mean, he died. Before, right. I don't know in the eighties. Yeah, probably before you came yeah, along. But but you know, and they were they were split up. You know, before he got famous. Really, he was yeah. still like a vaudeville actor. But they, they they remain friends, and I have a scrapbook. My 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 great aunt Sally died fifteen years ago. Something like Sorry that. Sorry about that. But. Um, but there's a scrapbook that she left with signed photos from Phil Silvers, personalized to wow. Sally, Jack Guilford. Um, wow. Uh, G- George Jessel's like l- first wife were friends, Lori Andrews. And there's like this, there's this, we- there, there's a- mean there- anything to you, wait, wait. Mr. Jessel? Oh. Jory. Yeah, hello, mama. <laughs> hello, mama, this is your son. Your son, George. The one that sends your checks every week. Yes, that's right. Uh, so, so, mama. It's Professor Zoidberg. Uh, yes, yeah, It is Professor Zoidberg. That's where he got so, it. So, mama, you, how's your eyesight, darling? Are you seeing spots before your eyes? Well, why don't you put on your glasses? Oh, now you see the spots more clearly. <laughs> <laughs> But this is it from episode one interlude. with your with your impressions of old Groucho and I mean you just you just hooked me. We do yes. a show like no other show. Don't it's we? the best thing going. You're and, too sweet. But I've noticed an evolution in the show too because you know you've got what two hundred forty three episodes coming now? up on two fifty. Two fifty. You know, so you've you've evolved because like there was there was that clubhouse feel at the beginning. When you had your friends on a lot of times too, yeah. Drew Freeman and Richard Kind and sure. Bierko and you had Bierko, the yeah. Persky and like you get together and Schaefer and like, you know, all, all the story of you know, Romero right. and Danny Thomas and Forrest Tucker, Milton Berle, the big, but that, that's, you know, you sort of, you haven't referenced that lately. It's no, been, about 200 well, shows in, we started to turn into yeah, broadcast. Yeah, you started to turn yeah. around. <laughs> well, well, well we, sure. we did later on. Start bringing in the cunnilingus chimps. Uh-huh. <laughs> you that's know supplanted, yes, that's the cunnilingus re- chimps. That's a recurring game. And, yes. uh. Yeah, <laughs> and and there's there, what's what's the, the latest obsession now? I mean, there's well, Pat McCormick sort of grown the, oh, helicopter, yeah, the story. helicopter story. Well, we got to a point where we really you start getting serious actors on the show. You start getting the Barbara Barrys and the Lee Grants and the M. Emmett Walshes, and you actually have to interview yeah. these people. You can, you can yeah. every week can't be us talking about Caesar Romero and oranges, orange wedges. Yeah, but whenever yeah. you introduce that, like Tippy Hedren or something, whenever you had someone and you'd sort of broach the. The old uh, oh, he did it with Frankie Avalon, Frankie, with Lee yeah. Merriweather, yes. anybody that ever worked Peter with Marshall. Cesar Romero. <laughs> Austin Pendleton just made it alive out of this room. He worked with Caesar Romero in Skidoo. Yes. The man next to me did not bring up orange See wedges that? once. <laughs> That's progress. That's growth, Gilbert. Yes, personal now, growth. Now, when Jack Albertson <laughs> was doing Chico and the Man, uh, you know, of course, uh, because Chico needed the money. That's yeah, why he yeah. was doing <laughs> Chico <laughs> and the Man. Chico <laughs> And uh, I, it, it, so, so of course, Freddie Prince shot himself. Of course, like we all knew he mm-hmm. would. And and because Chico, Chico, actually, Chico, Chico I'm saying it in the yeah, I did it Moss too. Brothers way. I did it too. Because Chico in Spanish means boy, they kept the title Chico and the Man because they got a young boy and they said, see, it's a boy and a man. There's Another nothing Chico. sadder than when a sitcom has to move on without the star. Oh. Like the Sanford Arms. Oh, they my a, God. They did a, a Sanford and Son show after Red Fox quit. Uh. Tried to maintain it by keeping the name. Put the secondary characters like Grady and Roscoe and... 
And uh, I think yes. even up to Mon Wilson was. They all, I don't think he was on it. They all give them bigger parts, yeah. which never work. I think Anna, uh, Ann Esther was on it. Anyway, let's talk about Scott Rogowski. Well, that, that's. Boring. No, let's talk about Sanford Arms. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't they reboot Chico and the Man with Freddie Prince Jr. as a thought and Wilford Brimley? Excellent. The- <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Yes, I mean, as the man. Wouldn't that be good? We gotta get Wilford or Austin Pendleton. Or is, or is Freddie Prince Jr. too too well? Could he be the man at this point? Or a feature, Chico and the Man, the motion picture. There you we, go. We have to get <laughs> Wilford Brimley on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before and, his diabetes and, gets him. Yes, I was going <laughs> to say. Wilford his Brimley. diabetes. Daracol Wilford Brimley. We, we could pay him off in insulin. <laughs> <laughs> or just bran flakes. <laughs> Let's let's talk to you about how you got into comedy. You were a child. You listened it's to this stuff the right as a kid. Way to live. You you grew up listening to comedy albums. Yeah. As you explained, no other showbiz in the family other than your late aunt. Right. Who you know was a showbiz adjacent. I mean, she was doing local theater and things, but she she was she was friends with all these people. But um, so yeah, no no real model to look at other than the things I grew up listening to. And, and yeah, we had some Alan Sherman records in the house. Weird Al, another right. Cast Weird of Al, yes, one of my all-time one of heroes. Favorites. Growing up, even Adam Sandler's uh, tapes and his there mm-hmm. were cassettes, uh, his his comedy albums, um, all of it. I just soaked it all up. I mean, my 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 kindergarten teacher said I was a sponge in her report, mm-hmm. mostly you know for other things, but really the sponge worked with comedy as like well us. as academics. And yeah. I just um, when did you become aware of this person as oh a my, per- I mean, as a performer? It has to be, it has to be Aladdin. Was it, it Aladdin? Had, yeah. yeah, I mean that was you know Yago. and even before you saw his stand up or you yeah, there was, yeah, I was a little you know well his stand up. Was not being featured much in those <laughs> <laughs> at the age of five. But, you know, Problem Child. I saw Problem that. Problem Child. And yes, it's one of the few movies that my dad. We left the theater early on that one. He pulled me out of that one. That was too. We, so, so did the writers. So bad. <laughs> so did Larry and Scott. It was so bad. We left early on that one. Probably the only movie I ever left early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one of the writers, our friend Scott Alexander, yeah. claims he cried. Yes. When he first saw Problem yeah. Child. And the weird thing. Uh, every single critic in the world put it on their worst top top ten worst movies of the year. And but they made I, three of them. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it made a fortune. Oh yeah, came. and an animated series. Oh god, and Gilbert's the only constant. Well, of course, because what wouldn't you do for a paycheck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would do Sanford Arms. He's gonna bring back <laughs> Sanford Arms. <laughs> Gilbert and Roscoe. I mean, I, I said Gilbert would attend. Sierra. Gilbert would attend your grandma's funeral dressed as a clown for a thousand dollars. He'd do anything. Oh, he'd do for it. For he'd do it for less. He'd do it for some for some you know craft services. Yeah, bless his heart for the shiva. You know. So how about get so uh, how did you get into? Com- you should do celebrity shiva calls. That should that, yeah. that's my pitch to you. I see. I, I had I, an Dara's idea. lighting up here. Let me tell you an idea. It's funny you should say that. I I want to do a show called Celebrity Funeral. Uh-huh. And I love, I love it. I and love celebrity, it. we'd have a different celebrity. Yeah, screw game each night. Week and we'd set up their funeral. Hollywood funeral. This is like your Hogan's Heroes bit. Oh, the, yeah. exe- the executive says, "I love it. Give me twenty six. But if you just pop into a shiva and be like, "What was Gilbert Godfrey? How, how did how did how did Sheila know Gilbert Godfrey?" You just don't even explain anything. You just 
You pray, you dive, and then you leave, and you take some white fish. <laughs> and you're... Are you getting, uh, speaking of this kind of fame, I'm getting those are you getting of... bar mitzvah oh, requests I got plenty since, of bar since your requests. newfound fame? Have you done bar mitzvahs? Uh, no. Do his own. Every, do I don't his own. think, I don't think, I <laughs> yeah, may Max's have. is coming I up. may <laughs> have. I may have done one years ago. I did. I've done several. I sort of had to put the kibosh on it because there's too many. You do one, and then everyone on Long Island wants you. You were doing them as yeah. a stand-up. Uh, uh, I, no, I was doing them now as an HQ, doing trivia. I never did it as a stand-up. No, oh, really? this HQ thing blew me open. I mean, I, I, I I can't get the bar mitzvahs. They say I'm too Jewy. <laughs> <laughs> Will Max have a bar mitzvah, Dara? Well, you can play that one, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> you can hire me. Yeah. Sure. You, can, you can play Lily's bot mitzvah. There oh, you go. God. <laughs> See, now, bus mitzvahs among the Jews, that's when a Jew really wants to show off. Because I don't think it means anything. No, it's just, it is just a status symbol at the most, you know, especially these Long Island bar I mean, I'm telling you, I, I did a bar, a bar mitzvah this, this past year in, in Westbury or something at one of those big gigantic theaters. They had the kid coming in from the ceiling on a, on a, on a, you know, harness. What was he flying <laughs> in? Jeez. Oh, they had a $250,000 <laughs> Lamborghini Formula One thing just sitting there for people to take photos with. I was like... You know the basketball sitting net. You know that they set up. That was one. I was one of the side attractions. The kid flew in, in the his hall, own bar mitzvah, flying on a harness, in on a harness in his own bar mitzvah. Was he Sandy Duncan and I, Peter Pan? I mean, it was bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it was just like lights and smoke and, and and music. I mean, they must have spent a half a million dollars on but this. So they thing. threw you a couple of bucks. They threw me a couple of bucks okay. to, to you know entertain you did during okay. cocktail hour. Yeah, and I you know go in and out, and it's you know it's not a bad it's not a bad way to make a living, but you gotta. It is the depressing one, like, you know, they'd rather play air hockey than listen to what you're doing. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Well, tell us, and I, I'll cut to the chase here. Yeah. I mean, but but before HQ before Trivia it, came into your so life. So I was doing, you know, I... I, I, I you were doing things. I was you doing a, things. You I was, a hit YouTube video. That you know, went doing viral. stand-up, doing some videos, but I... Uh, I was ready to leave New York and move to L.A. I believe you and when... I were walking on the Upper East Side <laughs> yeah. from Feld, David Feldman's apartment. Oh and you said, I think I had enough of this. I'm yep. going west. Yeah. I mean, I said, if David Feldman can't make it in New York. And then everything changed. Yeah. Uh, do you remember I mean, that day? I remember that yeah. day. I do. You yeah. know, you guys were doing your thing. Yeah. And um, I thought, I got to move to L.A. To, to try to make it work in a different city. Because I had read Phil Hartman's biography. Uh-huh. And, and, and um, I forgot who wrote it, but... Uh, he it mentioned that Phil had been, you know, struggling himself, doing a lot of, he was doing the album covers, graphic, doing graphic artists, graphic doing artists, covers, yeah. as a comedian, he wasn't really cracking it. And then him and Paul Rubens, they all got together, the, the, the Pee Wee guys, and they were like, you know, we got this great show concept, but no one's given us a show. Let's put it on ourselves. So they rented a, a theater in LA for yep. three months and put on Pee Wee's Playhouse just themselves. They did it themselves, paid each other, you know, the receipts from the gate. And HBO saw it and gave him, gave him the show. Zucker Brothers, too. They created Kentucky Fried Kentucky Theater. So You've got to do it yourself. You've got to be a self-star, which is what I did with Running Late, my talk show that Alex produces with me. And I've been doing that for seven years in New York. Y and I thought, you know what else Pee Wee Herman's famous for? Being Jewish. No, be being angry jerking off jerking in off. a movie theater. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're just resentful because of all the movie theaters you've jerked off. And in you never got without any Without any notoriety exactly. whatsoever. <laughs> The Jerky Awards haven't... Yeah, I go in, I jerk off in a theater, nothing. No <laughs> and, and he doesn't mean problem child. He, means, he doesn't mean on screen. So, so you, you had done a couple of Running Late shows in L.A. 
they had yeah. done well. Yeah. And this gave you reason to think maybe and things would be me, a little rosier in LA. I should go directly to the source right, of the business. And do it weekly there and really build it up kind of, you know, kind of what the Pee Wee guys did. And hopefully someone would notice you. I mean, I still have this romantic notion that, you know, Lauren Michaels is going to walk in and cast you, you uh-huh. know? Um, but I don't think that happens much. You know, all these agents send their junior agents and their assistants of to course. these things. but. You know, I, I think these days you got to have like 100,000 Instagram followers for anyone to give a shit. But you See, had a, here's, here's something that I think about a lot now is like with all the agents and managers and stuff, I think nowadays you'd have to get one who was like five years old. Right. To know what's going on. I mean, these these agents now are like, oh, you know, maybe we can get you on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah. <laughs> I was signed with Jack Rollins. Uh, when he turned 99, he signed me. <laughs> are you was, serious? No, no, no. Oh, I would have been no, great. Sorry, yeah, right? I would have loved but that, that. That's what I wanted. I, I wanted You wanted the old like guy? That. The old mention? Yeah, you, you the, the old... Dan- Right. I but, can get you into vaudeville. Yeah. Jack Rollins. I'll get you to the palace. We missed, the Pantages we, we missed out on Jack Rollins. Oh, man. So so you get this audition one I got day. got the audition. I, and just as I, I, I literally, I gave up my apartment like May 1st. I gave it, you know, and but I, I auditioned in April for this thing. And then like May 15th, I got a call saying, hey, you got it. You got HQ. So then I had already given my apartment up. I moved back home to my parents for a few months. It happens that way. It happens that way. But I ended up doing this HQ thing, which I did six weeks. They signed me for another six weeks. And then I got... Two years and now a year of that is over. So I'm looking looking down my last year here. And it's taken. It took off. Well, yeah, it took off in a and, huge, huge way. And, and suddenly and, you're on talk shows. Suddenly you're on Colbert. You're yeah. on the Today Show. You're yeah. on Kelly and Ryan. Kelly, yeah, it's there's, wild. There's Scott Rogowski. I know. Overnight celebrity. Yeah, but it took you know 12 years to get yeah. there. But no one you usually know, does. Usually does. But it's. It's been the craziest years of my life. I mean, Time Magazine called me one of the five faces of the year. New, yeah. Time Out New York, New Yorker of the year. You can't even jerk off in a movie theater I anymore. I can't jerk yeah. off. You know what they mean when they said New Yorker of yeah. the year. It was, it was, there's three parentheses around it. Yeah. But, you know, but it's funny you say I can't jerk off in theaters because truly what I can't do anymore is be a slob in public, which is what I used right, to do. because people know you. Because I was sitting in an airport once, you know, I had this big hamburger and it was just all over my face and all over my hands because I didn't give a shit. And then I look up and someone's filming me. Was that the first oh, time you were recognized? No, but it was just like I realized like, oh God, I got to... Oh, gotta clean up my act right, a little bit, right? But you'd be out to dinner, and somebody would come over and, yeah. and kind of take a knee, and yeah, that, you know, wanted, you, yeah. you get that, and it's it's usually nice. But then I, I was watching Annie Hall again last night, uh-huh. and that scene with those two bozos oh, when he's yes. outside the theater is one of the fun, yeah. one of the funny. I'll hey, be singing over yeah, here. Yeah, no, but it starts off with hey. Are you on television? I mean, they have no idea who he Johnny is. Johnny Carson. Yeah. Johnny Carson. Yeah, yeah, you know, occasionally, you know. Hey, <laughs> one, one of them was named Cheech. Yeah. Talking to two guys named Cheech. Cheech. What is this, a meeting of the Teamsters? You know what's but, funny about that scene? He says, when Aunt, when Diane uh, Keaton shows up, yeah. he, she says, you're just going to have to deal with it. He says, deal with it. I'm dealing with the cast of The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> one of those guys is in The Godfather. No way. Yeah, he's in the, he's, uh, I can't remember the scene he's in. The guy that says... This yeah. is Alvy Singer. Yeah. He's in The Godfather. But that's just so look the actor because they start off. They start with so they, she, they, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but I love the interaction and and, and what he gets a perfect because it's like they start off having no idea who he is. Yeah, no, because the other guy, hey, you know what? And then oh, Alvy Singer, he's right. on TV. <laughs> I mean, this happened the other night. So I was like. Wait, who are you? You know who this is, right? One, one friend goes, and the guy's no idea. Oh, it's the HQ guy. Oh, right. the HQ guy. Can I get a photo? It's like. One minute you had no idea who I am. The next you want my photo. You want it. It's like just get out of here. What is this mattress story? 
that happened. The mattress <laughs> story? This is kind of funny. Um, yeah. That I might... was on jerking off on the mattress. He's <laughs> well, <laughs> had a one-track mind. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. well, <laughs> what happened? Your ex-roommate? My, yeah, my old roommate, uh, Russ, Ru- Rusty. He, I moved out of my place because, you know, uh, um, I had to go. I, I gave up the apartment. That's, sure. that's where I was. Sure. And, uh, but I left my mattress there. Cause like you gotta, I'm not gonna pay for storage, and I don't want to hire some guy to move it. So I said, listen, I'll deal with this later. I'll I'll figure out a way to get rid of it. Just kind of leave it at the apartment until I figure it out. Ends up being there for like four or five months, and in the meantime, Rusty's like, look, I'm getting rid of this my own way. He puts it on Craigslist. After HQ got big, he goes to buy Scott Rogowski's former <laughs> oh! mattress, six hundred dollars. He was trying to sell the HQ guy's mattress, and he wrote a whole description about it on Craigslist. I ended up having to buy it back for myself just to get it off the website. <laughs> and I, hilarious. I, yeah, I got See, what Gilbert it. doesn't know is I fish his old Perrier bottles out of the trash after yeah. every recording. <laughs> and they're on eBay. Yeah, there you Gilbert go. Gilbert Godfrey drank from this. Uh, yeah. It's a little side business I have going. Who bought the mattress? I, 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 told, I, I had to take it. I, I, I oh, told, you took it back. I'm I sorry. took it That's back. Right. Right. No one was going to buy that thing. But then Colbert put it, he, he mentioned it on. Uh, this may be an awkward question, but with this, this sort of newfound celebrity, uh, fan mail from a lot ladies. Of fan mail. A little well, a lot, of, a lot of lonely men <laughs> who want my autograph because I have a baseball Inmates. card too. Yeah, you know this is something we got to talk to. If, if if you don't have one already, did you get a card from Tops? Did you ever get? I one used of to the, work for Tops. No. Yeah, and they wacky never gave, and they never gave me a baseball card. So Tops, they have a series called Allen Ginter, which harkens back to like a 19th century Son brand. Of a bitch. When they would do, you know, world figures, they had boxers, they had actors. So this is uh, that's great. You don't have to be a baseball player anymore to have a baseball card, and they gave me one. And uh, now people send it to me in the mail to get it signed. Some someone sent me cards of me one time. You got a card? Yeah, and they gave me like a bunch of them, That's and great, I had Scott. to sign. I don't know, well, like a hundred cards. They'll pay you for your image, and then yeah, you're into this. And that, then the, Dara, look into that. And then people, will, <laughs> you did it already. Maybe you did it already. Yeah. I worked for Tops for years. Oh my god! Had no idea that existed. One Whitehall. Were you down in that office? No, I used to work in Brooklyn and Red Hook. Wow. The old bread with the, so the ladies with the hairnets. Cyberger was still around. Oh, Cyberger. It was like being. Cra- oh, oh my that's, god! That's a whole other mini episode. Oh yeah, we got to we'll, do that. We'll talk about that. Drew Friedman was there. Of course. Oh my goodness! You got to meet Joe Biden. I mean, all of a sudden, Joe Biden. You all of a sudden, you're a celebrity. And then Robert De Niro comes on HQ. Yeah. And The Rock. And and uh, Jimmy Kimmel's guest hosting. Jimmy Kimmel, for Neil you. Patrick Harris the other day. We had so many. These celebrity hosts, we're just doing the new stuff. Ice Cube, Kevin Hart, Lakeith Stanfield is a great actor. But to your yeah. credit, uh, the fans get a little testy when you're not hosting. Yeah. And they they yeah. post things like Free Scott. Do I yeah, have that the, right? The Free Scott. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. There, was, there was an incident that that, uh, that sort of went viral back last in November and it started a Free Scott campaign, which was weird. But you know, it was, it was that, that was a strange time to be, I mean, every day a new article coming out. People recognizing it. It was, I mean, that's virality in this era. Of course. It's just. Uh, what did Biden say when he met you? You're the viral yeah, guy. Goes, this guy's viral. <laughs> He's looking around. Roger Goodell standing there. How bizarre. Every owner of the NFL, I was at a Super Bowl party. So every, I mean, it was like the most billionaire sitting around in the same room. And Joe Biden's looking around, going, this guy's going viral. Mandy Moore was there. Celebrities are strange, a strange animal. It is animal. a strange thing. And you just can't let it, you know, you can't let it get to yourself because. The way it's gotten to Gilbert. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks who he is. So now, ahead, now here's here's. I mean, I'm sure you you know. There's so many of these stories I used to hear, like on the Merv Griffin show, or whatever, and and I always thought they were bullshit stories until you experience them. Right. And like one of them is the 
hey, didn't you used to be? Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I'm getting now, even though this thing's only <laughs> yes. a year and a half old. <laughs> hey, you still host an HQ? Do you still? You used to be. You still? Yeah, I'm still doing it. I got to do it tonight. It's like. It's 16 months. It's been, and, and but I'm still doing it. But I'm telling you, that's what how fast our society moves now. I know. I'm a nostalgic act already. I was co-headlining with Dave Coulier at a college gig. He, you know, he, he's, he's, just, I mean, that show's 30 years old. My thing's a year old and I'm already, yeah. the two of us are doing the, the, the we're doing the nostalgic circuit. That's great. You'll, you'll be opening for Pat Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Any day now. Talk about, tell us a little bit about, uh, Running Late, which is yeah. a show Gilbert and I have been on. Twice. Because before HQ came into your life. Right. That was my. You were, you, you had aspirations to be a talk show host. Yes. You still do. Gilbert aspires to masturbate in public. I aspire. <laughs> I aspire to be a talk show host. I understand. Well, I've, I've achieved my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up, buddy. <laughs> on the M59 bus, you know, just uh, yeah. last week. Yeah, I, uh, I've been doing Running Late since 2011, which is starting to seem like a long time ago now. Um. And it's it's a live talk show I do in the city with my dad as the sidekick. Your dad, Marty. My dad, Wonderful Marty. guy. Yeah. How did your dad happen to become the sidekick? Because uh, he works for free. <laughs> no, no one else is willing to do it. You know, I asked. <laughs> I did ask. to have my dad at your yeah, dad as a sidekick. You know, he's, he's sort of familiarly obligated to do it. And uh -huh. uh, I have my aunt or uncle fill in when he can't make it. Keep it in the family. But, Good. you know, it's a chance for him to see me, too, because he doesn't. That's sweet. Uh, he comes in from Westchester. And now we're going weekly with it starting in February Where are you gonna at do it? Subculture. Oh, great. Which is a great venue on, on Bleecker and Lafayette. Wonderful. And uh, maybe we might even have it televised and distributed. We're still working out all that. But in the meantime, it'll be a live show Thursday night at 1030, a real late night slot. Will for, Mr. Brazell be involved? He will definitely oh, be involved. Alex, we love you. Yeah, so and we'll have you guys back on that too because you're always reliable. I'm, Gee, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm I really we try. We loved it, but <laughs> yeah, things are, Dara. Had, things are blowing had, up. Had you asked me a week ago, I could have cleared <laughs> stuff up, but now I. You ever use this excuse? Oh, uh, what is it? May 16th. Oh, I've, I've got a funeral that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle told me a story where he, he was trying to go on a date with a woman a couple weeks out, and she told me she had a funeral to go to. Who? These <laughs> <laughs> funerals don't happen weeks out. She was planning one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had one. In the works. Tell us some of the people who've been on. Our friend Richard oh, Kind, our friend Greg Bierko. So many, so, so many uh, crossover guests with you guys, but uh, and people we don't know, and people you haven't you haven't been able to book. That's John right. Ham, John, yeah, John Ham. We haven't John tried Oliver, for John Ham. Paul Rudd. No, because well, I go Paul for Rudd's people. A of I go people you know who still have a heartbeat in a in a in a normal range. Oh, what's that about? <laughs> they don't, they don't, they're not on like Coreg or hypertension medication, you know. Um, <laughs> My, my guests are usually under 50. Although you've had Kevin and Dan yes, Rather. Yes, yes, Dan Rather. Was, yeah. You should have Dan Rather. Oh. Trying uh, to fit Dan Rather going to hit the sweet spot for this show? He's I, sort I, of not I mean, really an entertainment but figure. He's, but he was on television for 40 years. That's true. We can talk about the JFK assassination. And he's, the, he's got his own interview show on Access TV I think now. we might try to get Dan I think Rather. you should. We're, we're okay. trying to get Douglas Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas Brinkley. <laughs> Eric Severide. <Yeah. Ever> <laughs> Who else have you had? I mean, uh, yeah, um, uh, geez, uh, John Amy, Oliver, Amy Sedaris, um, Chris Elliott, Chris Elliott. Oh, the Elliott family. I was the first oh, yeah. person to have. I had Chris Elliott, his daughters, Abby and Bridie together in the same show. We should do a Father's Day show. Yeah, we, well, we had the Kogans. Yeah. That was cool. Well, we love having the Kogans. But I've had yeah. like Anna Quinlan, the author, sure. to uh, 
Uh, I've had like you know sex bloggers, which I'm sure you'd love to have. Yes, on this show. I think there was one on the night we were on at the Gramercy po- po- possibly, Theater. Possibly, yes, <laughs> Carly Shortino shared the dais with us. Um, but panel. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I try to like Jesus and Miro and the Broad City Girls and the yep. high maintenance creators Ben and Katya. Like I try to get the the, the up and coming. We know nothing about the that. vanguard no. <laughs> of comedy and entertainment. But I love talking to people. Larry you know, Storch at, is up and coming for us. Yes. Yeah. But some of my yeah. favorite <laughs> these these kids in their talking movies. <laughs> but I, I love having Alan's Y Bell. You know, oh yeah, and, yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, have having and our pal Richard Kind. And Richard Kind's one of my favorite. Guests we love Richard ever. to death. Oh my god, he's been such a help to this show. And I had out in L.A. thanks to you guys, Dick Gutman. Oh my god, I had Star Slacker, Dick Gutman, Dick Gutman. Um, yeah, and you know Bruce White's. Who's a character actor? Sure, Hill Street Blues. Who was another? Okay, I should say not related to me, but his mother and my grandmother were best friends. Love it. And uh, so Bruce White's is a family friend, and yeah, Hill Street Blues. And now Bruce uh, White, yes. also, you know, they had the movie with um, um, Star Eighty. He- yeah, Hemingway. I know where he's going. I always know where he's going. Yeah, Eric, Eric Roberts. Uh, Roberts. <laughs> You're talking about the TV version with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, yes. and Bruce White played the uh, Schneider. He played the Eric Roberts role yeah, in really? the, play, the, crazy the Dorothy Stratton movie. Of uh, Dorothy yeah. Stratton. Yeah. Good actor. Yeah. Under yeah. No, he's going. Bruce no, he's, yeah, and he was in another, he was in a show that was a big, had a big network. He's a Jew. Ma- Mother and Me or something. Mon- hey, don't talk over me. Bruce White <laughs> well, is a Jew. He's definitely a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and his mother Sybil was. Uh, now, now you could go ahead <laughs> with your with your bullshit. Tell us an anecdote I, <laughs> about having somebody on the show. A fun anecdote. Anything about Richard? We love Richard. Oh, Richard! I mean, Richard. <laughs> I saw the one with Bierko and John Hamm. I thought that was one of your best shows. That was a great and show. John, and John Benjamin. Benjamin, H. John was Benjamin. funny as hell. So funny. We'll get John Benjamin best. here, and you then you leave your words. John Benjamin. Yeah, he's and, under uh, sixty. John Katz. We had John Cass. Yeah, John we, Cass we is from Boston. But uh, Richard Kind, I mean, I asked I asked him, uh, I said, Richard, have you, um, you know, he was doing Second City, of course, back in the day. And I said, you know, a lot of his, Julia Lee-Dreyfus, all these, yeah. Brad Hall, a lot, of his, a lot of his castmates went on to do SNL. And I said, Richard, have you ever, did you ever consider doing SNL or auditioning for it? He's like, you know, that's a very good question that I'd ha- be happy to answer on a different show. But <laughs> 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 he... But he's, I don't think anyone ever asked him that, but you know, we I, love him to yeah, death. But he, um, he's, we, he's like we, my Orson Bean. I told him I yeah, want to be my Orson. He Bean. wants to be our Tony Randall. Yeah, on the podcast. We, we were interviewing uh, Mario Cantone. Oh, he's someone I need and, to get. We'll and get and we'll and get Richard Kind was calling from a plane. Did you hear the Mario Christmas show this year? I missed this. You got to get on. Uh, it. Yeah. So I got into a big yelling match with Mario about sucking cock and whose cock would he suck and blah 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 <laughs> and and all it's this while uh richard kind is on a plane and he panics because it's so loud he was supposed to call in from a plane <laughs> how did you do that because of the timing didn't work out he was supposed to call in to argue with mario about, about one which of the, cocks he uh, wants to know about a rankin bass uh, uh, mr magoo's <laughs> oh, christmas yeah. special so so richard kind panics and he turns to the guy next to him and he says I, did, did you hear that? And and the guy says, the guy in the bathroom in the back of the plane heard that. <laughs> Poor Richard. <laughs> I, I, if we could plug Richard. Big Mouth. Have you seen Big Mouth on Netflix? No. This is the funniest show out there. I don't know if you call it TV, whatever I mean, it is. I wasn't Netflix, even aware of it. There are two seasons of it created by Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. 
who are I, I know they're too young for yeah, you to yeah, really, yeah, but, yeah. but but <laughs> we Richard, know who they are. But Richard Kind <laughs> it plays the father of John it. Mulaney's character, and he is the star of the show. I think he his he he steals it. He is so He's great in everything. You see him in the Coen Brothers picture, so fun. Oh yeah, in, uh, oh, a serious man. A serious man. But this is an Fantastic animated show. Though. This is a voice okay. acting, and it okay. is just hysterical. He's a funniest. So check out Big Mouth on on Netflix. I love how he says here. He says, "Ah, you can't really book me. Don't call me. Just if somebody if somebody drops out, right? Call me at a minute's notice. <laughs> yeah. I'll come and do the show. But you can't plan on having uh, me. It's hilarious. I love Rich. I saw him at a Mets game holding these bags. Looks like he's homeless, walking around like holding these bags. <laughs> and you and Gilbert, like the homeless celebrities of New well, York. Well, they're going to play the Collier brothers. <laughs> Richard and Gilbert the in the TV funniest, movie. The funny thing is, is like, you know, I'm known for going into places and I'll take cans of soda and uh, chocolate and everything like that. Uh, from like places I work at. Now fill my bag with it. And a couple of times when people have caught me, I said, "Yeah, I'm a big snore. I like." And and uh, I, they would oh they about four places said to me, "Oh, well you've got nothing on Richard Kind." They say you're strictly in the amateur yeah. leagues. You should team up. This yeah. may be the last time Richard does the show. <laughs> his last at this point, it's all his last his last he's, appearance may be his last his farewell. He's my, maybe my favorite person on this planet. Richard yeah, Kern. I love we love him to death. And yeah. you know, every show he he's like shot out of a Roman candle. Yes. He gives us a great show. He's argumentative. His opinions yeah. are so strong. He's the perfect talk show guest, and I cannot understand for the life of me why. He doesn't, why, why, you know, it's Fallon and Myers don't bend over backwards to have him on. And every time, you know, doing a show like this, sometimes you, you get tired and you get worn out and your your confidence flags. And then there's that email from Richard every every six weeks <laughs> out of the blue telling us how the show is changing his life and keep, and this is great and I love this one. And, I love, and he's helping his book. He's brought us people. He's been, he's really been a godsend. He's terrific. Yeah, we, we adore him. Uh, last thing, what's going to happen now? You're going to start doing these weekly? Yeah, well, you're running late. Yeah, yeah. We- weekly starting. Yeah, February 21st, we have our first show scheduled with Katie Turr, MSNBC. Anchor. Sure, I know Katie who she Tur- is. You know, I try to we try to go beyond just showbiz. Of course, incorporate. Like I said, authors. You're a man of TV. many interests. Yeah, I just want if you're interesting, I want to talk to you. That's sort of the metric. Um, and uh, musicians and comedians. So we'll definitely have you back. But yeah, subcultures Thursday nights. Uh, check it out. We're we're going to be doing this weekly and really building up. You know, we want that. We want to create a scene here. Did you tell Cavett that you've learned? Because I know he's an influence as oh, far as a yeah. talk show host. Did you tell him you learned from him? And oh, you consider my gosh. Him? I yeah. mean, uh, Cavett, I've had him on Running Late twice. And yeah. that was one of my favorite, uh, if I can, one of my favorite jokes I've ever uh, told to a guest. Because I said this was true. I had an ex-girlfriend who, for my birthday, paid $150 for, for actually 300 for the two of us to see Woody Allen play at the Carlisle Hotel. Wow. You know, he does his jazz. Sure, sure. And I, I wanted to, I just wanted to be in the room with Woody Allen. He's such a huge fan. And um, so I said, and I, said, I said to Dick Cavill, I had him, I said, you know, my ex-girlfriend paid $300 for us to see Woody Allen. I'm just curious, how much does Woody charge you to hang out? <laughs> and I thought that was one of my, <laughs> one of my better quips. And Dick, had, I made Dick Cavett genuinely laugh. That's and he a, really, a, uh, good for you. And good he, for you. Yeah, that's, so that a, was, that's an accomplishment. That was nice to, to see. And uh, before we go, I also want to, uh, I noticed in doing a little research that uh, you get a shout out to Gilbert. You were on a YouTube, you are being quizzed about classic game shows and somebody asked you a question about Hollywood Squares. Oh, Does yeah. this ring a bell? You fool! Yeah. <laughs> yes! Oh, well, that's there, classic. There was a nice Gilbert shout out. And we've had Gilbert shout outs at HQ. And actually I wanted to- Do tell. Maybe, maybe ask you guys some of the questions we've asked on HQ. Are you ready for that? You know what okay. I think? 
Do we? Ha- hey, Alex, do we have time to do a second one of these? He's got to go right okay. now. Okay, go ahead. Three questions. Okay. Well, yeah, we could we could we could do another one. We'll do another show point, down the road. This will be go ahead. This will be a preview. Okay. So these are some these are some questions that we've actually asked on HQ. I also wrote my own. Maybe we'll do that one another time. Yeah. Uh. So wait, let's let's start. Let's start somewhat easy like HQ and get a little harder. So here's here's one. What monster role other than Frankenstein's monster was Boris Karloff famous for playing? The mummy. There you go. I don't have to give you the options. <laughs> Okay, Alfred Hitchcock earned a Best Director Oscar nomination for which of these movies? Vertigo, North by Northwest, or Rear Window? Uh, Rear Window. Correct. Gilbert. Ah, fuck. Okay. But one, only one of his movies ever won Best Picture. Yeah. Rebecca. Rebecca. Uh, here's one that, that name checks Gilbert. What classic comedian voices the seagull scuttle in Disney's The Little Mermaid? Gilbert Gottfried, Buddy Hackett, or Rip Taylor? Uh, Buddy Hackett? It's Buddy Hackett. Gilbert, you're on a roll. <laughs> ah. I do. Should we do a real hard one here? Yeah. Is there a cash payoff at the end of this? I there should God. be. How about this one? Who is the only actor to win an Oscar for playing a character named Oscar? Do you need the options? The okay. three. I'll give you. Okay. All right. I'll give you three options okay. here. Edmund O'Brien, Charles Lawton, or Melvin Douglas? Uh, Edmund O'Brien. I'm going to say Melvin Douglas. Gilbert is on a roll again. El... Edmund O'Brien ah! won Best Supporting Actor for Oscar Muldoon in 1954's Joseph Mankiewicz's Which The Barefoot Contessa. Wow! Contessa. Gilbert, did you write these? These are great. These are written by the HQ Trivia. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Shout out to our Josiah and all our writers. Thank there. you, guys. Yeah. So nice I got a hundred You got a hundred of it. Here, you won my baseball card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even sign it. Wow. I am so proud. Nice work, Gil. Yeah. He's, he's got to go do HQ trivia, but we will have him back. We'll do more. I, I wrote my own trivia based barely on. Barely scraped the surface. <laughs> can, can Stop I, stealing my bit. Can I ask you one that I wrote? Go yes. ahead. Okay. okay. This is cool. Uh oh. This is cool. Uh oh. What was the name of the first Ed Sullivan hosted variety show on CBS? Talk of the Town. Toast of the Town. Toast of the yes. Town. Okay. And the corollary follow up which duo did not appear on the debut of that first Ed Sullivan program? June 20th, 1948, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Rossi and Martin, or Martin and Lewis? Rodgers and Hammerstein? Who did not appear? Yeah. That sounds like a safe bet. Yeah. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Rodgers and Hammerstein did. Rossi and Martin did not. Wow. And Martin and Lewis, oh! that was their big break. Wow. Rossi and Martin didn't Alan, start until 57. Alan and Rossi. Uh, Rossi and Alan. Oh. Alan and Rossi. Uh, I'm, that's okay. Sorry. Yeah, Rossi okay. and Alan. Rossi yeah. and Alan. I was okay. wondering if it was like, if Dean Martin teamed up. <laughs> Could have Marty Allen at one point. Rossi and Allen. These are great. Yeah. <laughs> Allen and Rossi. Allen and Rossi. Jeez, yeah. I got to. Yeah. That's okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that first line, by the way, that first. Amend that one. That first bill on that first Ed Sullivan show, 1948, it was a concert penis Eugene List, dancing girls dubbed the Toastettes, singing New York fireman John Cocoman, <laughs> Rogers and Hammerstein, dancer Catherine Lee, a fight referee named Ruby Goldstein. And Martin and Lewis. Amazing. How about that? Oh, what a bill. Boy, what yeah. a bill. This is fun. Yeah. You'll come back. You'll ask us more questions. We'll do more stuff. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll we'll, do my research. That's okay. We'll, of, uh, we'll tell more anecdotes. You will, you'll have more running late shows to talk about. Yeah. There's always more to talk about. And we'll do it again. And maybe a new Jew will pop up in the, until by then. Well, you know, aside from Barbara Bach, <laughs> who was a, bon, a Jew Bond girl, yeah. do you know who the other Jew Bond girl was? Oh, God, you mentioned this. Um, well, Denise Richards isn't Jewish, is she? No, no. I don't think Pussy so. Pussy Goldfarb? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Jane Seymour. Oh, Jane yes. She's a Bond girl. Yes, he's mm. right. And there's two Jew Bond villains. One, of course, Joseph Wiseman. Dr. Dr. No. Dr. Dr. No. The other one is a weird one. And that's a black actor, Yafit Kodo, who is, in fact, a Jew. Wow. Yeah, Kananga and Live and Let Die. Too much information. I love it. Throw these into the uh, We'll HQ. do this, yeah. <laughs> Too bad you have our permission to use these. Too bad the HQ demo doesn't quite match up with yours, but... <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm just saying... <laughs> Gilbert, let's let this man go. He's got he's got uh, HQ to do. Trivia to deliver. Okay, Which this is- has been uh, Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with someone who I'm still not sure. What he actually does I for host a living. HQ Trivia. Yeah. Download it for free on your phone. Play it every night at 9 p.m. We give out money to answer questions. And running late. And running late. Scott Radowski. Radowski. Close. 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 You're now Scott Radowski. <laughs> Let's scrap the whole thing. Let's just do it again. From the top. From the top. I got Rossi and Martin. You're saying Scott Radowski. Just wipe it clean out. Delete it in the trash bin. 